Face Game. Here's your special guest host, the enforcer herself, Nicole Rhapsody. Thanks, Cal. Appreciate that. Uh, so for those of you who are new to Gamer Grudge, welcome. And those of you that are coming back, welcome back. Uh, we have a special edition for you where I get to host. I'm kind of excited about it. Uh, but first, I got to introduce my co-host. Of course, I have Cal, the uh, human cheat code. What's going on, everybody? And then I also, we have a special uh, fact checker with us this evening since I'm hosting and Mac is grunging tonight. And uh, this is Willissa, and we're going to call her Twinkle Eyes. Hey, guys. <laughs> awesome. And, uh, of course, we're going to talk about who uh, our fighters are this evening. And let's see, let's start with, uh, we'll start with our usual host. How about Mac? Say hi, hey, Mac. Hey, what's up? Hey! And uh, we also have a returning, well, I guess everybody's a returning fighter this evening, but Tom, you're up next. Say howdy. Hi, everybody. I did not know we were grunging here. I would have brought my Nirvana shirt. <laughs> what a bummer. Missed opportunity. And last but certainly not least, we're going to welcome back Eric. I actually do think, to be fair, I am the most Eastern of the fighters, so you're, you're, you're correct there. <laughs> not awesome. true from Delaware, sir. No, you're, you might be from Delaware, but I am currently on Long Island, so therefore I am the most Eastern. Currently. Yes. Awesome. I did say currently. So how about the rules, Cal? You want to let us know what those are? Okay, so... For Gamer Grudge, we have four rounds, one question per round. The point of the round is award to the fighter with the best argument. Two fighters with the highest point total at the end of the four rounds move on to the head-to-head -head PvP round. If there is a case of a tiebreaker, uh, the tiebreaker. Uh, if there's a case of a tie, the tiebreakers are implemented, um, and you can either have take cover or plot twist. The way the phases work is that we have the phase phase one, where we have the introduction, where you briefly state your answer. Phase two is your declaration round, where you get about three to five minutes, depending on how long you talk for, um, where you're actually going to argue for your answer. And that's each individual fighter gets their own three to five minutes. Phase three is the grudge round, where it's a, a free-for-all, where everyone has a chance to either bolster their own argument or knock down an opponent's argument. And that goes for about five to seven minutes. And finally, we have the phase four cleanup round, where we have our fact-checking, then our judging, and then we go to the Twitter poll. Awesome. Sounds great. Are we ready to hop on in? This is where Mac would be like, is everyone ready to grudge? Oh, right. Yeah, of course. I'm so sorry. I'm not Mac, though, so I can't do it all right awesome like you. It's okay. So, you got the same reaction about? that Mac would have gotten anyway, so it's okay. You're probably right. That Oh, okay. That's right. Well, in that case, are you guys ready to grunge? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's See, start Mac, with... this is an opportunity to promote, like, do what you don't want the reaction to be normally. You yeah, that's, that's where you would get all excited, Mac, but too when late. When you ready to crush, people, let's go! <laughs> <laughs> For future reference, that's what Mac wants to see every episode from now on when he asks, are you ready to grudge? Is everyone getting really Yes, I'm ready to grudge! Let's go! Let's freaking go! <laughs> okay, Excellent. there we go. Okay, okay so uh, question number one, do, you, do I read it out? Oh, yeah, I got it. I got it. Here okay. Go. Question number one. What is the most memorable female character from video games? And there was a special stipulation, and I'm sure you guys know it. Uh, so let's start. 
I guess let's let's start with Mac. We'll let the host start this one off. Um, appreciate that. Um, I went with Lara Croft, aka Tomb Raider. Awesome. How about you, Tom? I went with Morrigan from Dragon Age Origins, aka the Witch of the Wilds. And Eric? I went with Lily from Pokemon Sun and Moon, aka the actual main character of the game. Sounds sounds like fun. Okay, so uh, why don't we go ahead and and Mac give us a good long justification as to why Laura Croft is the most memorable female character. Okay, hold on. Give me a second. All right. Sorry, I'm going through here. Where is it? All right, I'm Tell him why don't you go instead. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I just got to find it. You know, I'm just going to wing it. Okay, guys. Warcraft is a, uh, it's one of the most phenomenal gaming. Un un unlike another female character, which is famous Aaron from Metroid, Warcraft is that character. Warcraft is the female character. She is the female version of Indiana Jones, but even more awesome. She is unlike Eminem Jones, who has a whip and a gun. She has dual pistols, and she kicks. But every moment she comes on screen, you hear that you hear that um English voice coming in. Uh, you know she means business. I, I remember the part where she literally had to kill her friend. I remember the part where at the end of the scene where she was at in the first game, where she had to kill her for a person that she looked up to. She she was like, ah, oh, I gotta really do this, and she has that development and story of her trying to kill that person. She also has, also you got the awesome series where, you see, where she goes through and finds out who really messed with her, who really killed her mother. You see her has this tortured past like a Batman. And she is, she is an awesome character. She's an awesome character. She's a memorable character. And I, I, I love the way her background story comes up, even in the new series, even in the remakes. They still find a way to make Warcraft interesting. Even in the new series, every generation of Warcraft gets better. And it, it, they didn't have to do it, but they did it. And every time they did it, it got better. So, yeah, I chose Warcraft for this reason because she's not only the best character, best female character, she is, in part of the title of the definition of the question, she is the most memorable female character in gaming history. All right, Tom, go ahead. Tell us, tell us why you picked uh, Morgan. Did I say your name? <laughs> I played that game. I should know. It's it's Morgan. Okay, so, I was close. So for those unfamiliar with Dragon Age Origins, more you're basically in a entire campaign where you build a group, build a party, and eventually go up against the evil archdemon, which is threatening to destroy basically civilization. And in this game where you have A, your own created player, but also many, other, many others of varying types, including many mages, Morrigan is still the most important and the most powerful character in the game. Not only is she the most powerful character in this game, but leaves a long-lasting legacy, not only in the story of Dragon Age Origins, but in future Dragon Age video games, of course, being the key in Origins. So in 
Dragon Age Origins, Morrigan is not only a vital piece of the actual storyline, where you, uh, it's spoiler or not, you have to make a choice in the end of whether to pass evil off to her offspring or not. And that, that will basically tell you whether Morrigan's going to be on your team. She's not a guaranteed member of the final battle, which is incredibly important because, as I stated earlier, she is the most powerful character in a game with at least two different mages you could select, as well as whatever character you created yourself. How powerful, you ask? Well, during one of my many playthroughs of this game, I got whittled down to just Morrigan in the battle against the Archdemon and was able to whittle down the final boss of the game with only Morrigan. And with just a few simple words, Storm of the Century. Storm of the Century is the most powerful, one of the most powerful spells in the game. Is incredibly, impo- is incredibly important in every battle you ever have. And because, and because of this, she leaves a lasting impression, not only in every battle she faces, she can help heal, she can help teach you characteristics of shape-shifting, and of course, she is a key in destroying Flemeth, the real Witch of the Wilds, which gains her even more power. So Morgan, not only being this strong in this game, continues on with her own DLC, by the way, so not, not just other sequels, but her own DLC in this game, as well as being a key component in the critically acclaimed Dragon Age Inquisition. And I think that's probably about time. Great job. And uh, last, again, but not least, Eric, tell us why you picked Lily. So I decided to go with Lily, which is a little bit more of a different choice than either of my other two opponents. As like they went with badasses, I went with this sort of meek little girl who's a, you know, who's an assistant to the professor. Why would I choose her? Well, she, over the course of the plot of Sun and Moon, has probably the best character arc in a in one of the most popular RPG series of all time. One of, not 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 the, if you're going to ding me on that, one of. It is definitely one of the most popular RPG series of all time. Anyway, she starts off, uh, before you even start the game, she's already on the run from what seems to be these sort of white-dressed different things and d- d- different people, and she escapes through the help of the Pokemon that she has apparently stolen from her bag, Cosmog, who is who she has very aptly named Nebby because it looks like a small floating nebula. And over the course of the game, you learn more about her, how she just does not uh, like having Pokemon fight each other, but over the course of her over your adventures, realizes that it is, in fact, what the Pokemon want to do, is they enjoy the time that they get to spend with the trainers. Uh, and she has all these different little uh, quirks about her. She's always shopping for clothes, but never seems to actually want to change her appearance in any way, as we later find out in the introduction of her mother, Lusamine, that Lily's entire appearance seems to be based off of the Ultra Beast Nihiligo, and the way that Lusamine has brought this control over, over Lily and why she wanted to run away to begin with is that she is this un, 
this deep-seated obsession with ultra beasts and wants to just I don't I don't it's not really clear what her plans are to do with these ultra beasts. I think she wants to take over the world. It's not quite clear. But what 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 eventually happens is that as Lily just decides that she wants to break away from her mother. She wants to not have to deal with all these sort of controlling and manipulative vibes of her mother. And her mother just decides she calls her ugly and that she doesn't have any children in front of her two children. <laughs> and at, at in the climax of the game, her mother gets kidnapped. And the first thing Lily says is, we've got to save her. And that's when Lily takes a turn. She finally dresses in clothing that she buys in the beginning of the game. She finally works up the courage to break the mold that her mother had set for her and then goes off to start adventuring on her own. Well, all right. So everyone, we, we now know what their picks are. So why don't we start now with the actual grunge part. Tell me why your opponents are wrong. Now... The thing about Lara Croft is she's just a relic of a bygone era of gaming where it's like to have an interesting, you know, female character, she's got to be this un uncompromising badass and she can't, you know, have any issues with her at all. And then she's like, she's got to be, be real tough or, or she's that's like, that's, that's the part of the two tropes that you can have in females in that time. You could have that character or the meek character. And following up on, oh, okay. what Eric, on what Eric was just saying, I, Mac, you did mention in your opening argument a continuous story arc, or excellent story arc, I believe. So elaborate okay. a little bit more on what exactly her story arc is. Why her twos are not good. Okay, now well, let me start with... my question for um, you, sir. Sir? What, what, I couldn't hear you. What you said? So you mentioned in your, in your opening argument of this great character arc that Laura Croft undergoes. So I would, I would like to know a little bit more about oh, that. Like, well, she seems to be a little more... Okay. The great character arc that Laura Croft goes through. She goes through the first... You go through the first three... The first three, the first three games. We go through the games. You go through her going to find a relic of her father. It has to do with her father missing. The first, the first episode of Glockcraft is doing that. The second one is her gaining different... It's her becoming a better and better archaeologist. That's what Lara Croft does through these three games, and you see her become and getting these arts. Now, I meant that there's game, these games are separated by certain things. Now, Anniversary and Legacy... Le Legends are remakes of the old one, and they enhance the viewing experience. Now you go with the older ones, the new one that just came out. That's a complete remake. Now let me get back to um. Po let me get on Pokemon Sun and Moon. Now I admit that's probably a decent pick as Pokemon, but like I said, it's just like any other core, any other character. You can name them. Like when you get in the um Pokemon, you can name that character red or blue or whatever. You are you're the character, not them. You are the character, not them. That's the whole problem with that and that's the whole issue with that i don't remember who lily is i don't have no idea who this person is that's the, the let's get back to the statement of the question memorable the most memorable character in gaming that is the question of the state of state of the question member and your most memorable was created as misshapen indiana jones well, yeah, I mean, she's, no, she is the female version of Indiana Jones. Don't get it twisted. She's the and female she version of Indiana Jones. Your character is interesting, I admit. Your character got an interesting backstory, but the problem is she's, 
she's I meant her backstory is interesting. You know, I'm I meant that she was a character that you don't know her father is. Oh boy, that's awesome. I don't really care. She's not yeah, memorable no, to me. Her, her father, who her father is, is inconsequential. That's never that's never a question even asked. The question, the question. Well, is I don't really whether care. She, well, it's about memory. The question is whether I she's being. You maybe remember her, but all gamers don't remember. Yeah, because the the big issue with the big issue with Dragon Age is that yeah, sure they were you know sort of popular games at the time, but at, at honestly at this point nobody's really talking about Dragon Age at all. And nobody's, nobody's really talking, talking about Sun and Moon, sir. Excuse me, Pokemon Sun and Moon literally just had uh, had their second game come out a week ago, so I don't know what you're talking about. Is Lily still involved? Yes, she is. I remember. Does anybody even remember any of the NPCs in Pokemon? Are you more, way more concerned with catching them all? No, nope. Because Sun and Moon is is um has is you know mechanics aside is probably the best story since Generation Generation Five's first games, and that was a very story driven you know game. Where once again, N was the protagonist of that game, not you. <laughs> I mean that's cool and all, but in in the end. You're really just selling toys and games at that point. And the story is kind of second nature to the Pokemon and the Pokemon battles. Whereas we're fun, so a little less memorable there. And Mac, I hate to tell you, man, but people remember Laura Croft as Angelina Jolie in terrible movies rather than the Dodge video games. That's a point for me. They got three movies. They got one coming out. Why do they keep making these movies? Because she's memorable. That is the freaking question. <laughs> that is the question, guys. What is the most no, memorable? Nobody's remembering the video games. We're only remembering the movies. Yeah. was not that bad. It was decent. The second one, yeah, I, I can't wait to see the new one. I want to see how it looks, even though it don't look that great. I actually am excited to do it. Well, the question is, memorable. If she wasn't memorable, they would never make these movies. She's memorable. They love her. Hollywood love her. They want to make that, her... They're the making a Rampage is, movie. That's the, not an argument. Yeah, that, 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 is, that is a good point. But also, the issue is, Laura Croft as a character is not memorable. Her appearance oh, she's not is memorable. usually memorable. Like, Name one specific thing that your, your two characters is Time, time, My time. My character time. has a background time, story. Time, 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 Mac. If I had a bell, I'd be ringing it right now like you. Let go. All right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry. It's okay. It, it got heated. So I have to admit, going into this... uh. I was thinking Mac kind of had it in the bag with Laura Croft, like when he was like, this is my character. I was like, man, I don't know how they're going to come at him with that. But before I get into that, what do we have going on in the chat over there? Melissa. You're on mute. Are you on mute? Uh, she might be on mute. Maybe. Sorry, I was on mute. I'm sorry. That's all right. No worries. <laughs> um, so we actually had... Oh, we actually had a lot. Uh, so our cousin Neil actually said, I would uh, argue the importance of pop culture. I think that is where uh, Laura wins. So he kind of agreed. did actually come up. So yeah, <laughs> valid point. Mm. Um, I didn't even get to bring actually, up the memes. <laughs> <laughs> actually, during the whole uh, argument, we were actually talking about the new trailer for the Laura Croft movie. I don't know if anybody's seen that, but you know, we were just talking about how 
um, the whole action is there, pack. Is her spine as broken as it is in the in the poster? <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's People that's fair. That's fair. They would have chose, chose Princess Peach or Jill Valentine as their answers. I was um, expecting Samus Jill Valentine well. or Samus. No. Yeah, Samus as well, right? I was too. I I can't believe it. But um, hey, Cal, do we have anything uh for fact checking? No, they're, they're pretty clean. I just want to give up some few facts so that um. Lara Croft was featured in over 10 video games, uh, comics, as well as movies, like you guys mentioned. Uh, Morgan from Dragon Age is featured in a few games, uh, comics, and I guess there's some expansions as well. And then Lily from the Pokemon games is, I guess, in Pokemon Sun, Moon, and now they have Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I don't know how the games work, but I'm guessing that's what it is. Um, those are the sequels. So, um, they're not quite sequels. They're more, more so retellings, and Lily's character isn't as great in those, but... <laughs> okay. <laughs> There you go. That's pretty much it for those characters, yep. Okay, so, you know, I mean, based on argument alone, I, I think the only person, and, and I hate to say it because uh, I felt like Mac was losing right up until Tom said the only reason why people remember Laura Croft is because of movies, and Mac was like, uh, exactly. And the question is, who is the most memorable character? Now, I was really hoping you guys were gonna, you know, argue who had the better story arc, rather than... I was trying to. <laughs> rather than pop culture. Uh, because, to be honest, as far as story arcs, Laura Croft falls a little short. Uh, but I, I, I have to that. give it... I think I have to give the point to Mac because, I mean, at the end of the day, he did argue that because of pop culture, she is the most memorable. And it hurts me to say that because I would say story arc-wise, Morrigan has the best story arc, but I could be biased because I love Dragon Age. So I'm sorry, Tom, you get the honorable mention, but Mac, you get the point. Thank you, thank you. Gotta fight the game, people. She, she's, she's memorable <laughs> as a joke. She's memorable as a joke. I mean, unfortunately, that still makes her memorable. I was just, I was hoping if, that... If, if only know. I could have brought in the get back in the bag, Nebby memes. Okay, so, question number two. What do we have, Cal? Question number two is, what is the best, who or who is the best game designer or company? And uh, let's go in reverse order. So, Eric, why don't you go first? Tell us who you think it is. So, the choice that I had was unquestionable for me, and I went with Satoru Iwata. All right. Tom, you're next. For this selection, I descended down from the ivory tower of PC gaming and selected ID Software. Excellent. And, Mac, who did you pick? I went with the most underrated company in this bunch, and that is rare, rare people. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get the clock started, uh, and let's go ahead and stay in that order. So, Eric, tell us why you picked your person. It's a person, right? He's a person? Yeah, yeah, it, it, he's a person, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, Satoru Iwata, as many of you may know, uh, very somewhat recently had passed away and left behind a massive legacy in the video game industry. Now, starting at Hell, Lab Hell Laboratories in 1980, he made a name for himself by being the person to push boundaries in video gaming. He's the person that, when after all the video game developers were asked to develop golf. They all said, no, you can't put 18 holes of golf into a into an NES cartridge. He's like, yeah, sure I can. And he developed the compression software to do it. When somebody made an offhand remark in the development of Pokemon Gold and Silver to say, hey, uh, maybe we should go back to you know, can the Kanto region. Say, no, you can't fit that 
in, into a Game Boy cart, Game Boy Color cartridge, and Satoru Iwata's like, hey, let me do that. And he wrote the compression software and made Gold and Silver the game that is known today because you can collect all eight original badges as well as the eight new badges. He's the guy that, you know, in, within a week of looking at the Pokemon red and green code, ported the battle the battle engine to Pokemon Stadium. Like I said, in a week, he did this from one console to another. This man is a legendary, legendary software developer. He then went on to become president of HAL Laboratories, then moved on to Nintendo, became president of Nintendo, the fourth president overall in a 150-year-long company, and also the first not to be within the same family. He then used his ingenuity to push Nintendo to be their own thing instead of, you know, fighting with Sony and Microsoft on whose games could look prettier. And there's like, no, we're going to do it our own way, which then he then led the charge into the DS and the Wii, the two, two of the most sold consoles in their division. Now, there's no, there's no question that Satori Wada is an icon, and he should always, always be, be remembered for his, for his contributions. And as Re Reggie fils said after his, pass, after his passing, that we still are going to be feeling the effects of Satori Wada's you know, influence on the video game industry for years as we, as we pass by. And that's, that's evident in the different Easter eggs and things that have been put into software and hardware and all that. Whereas if you pick up your Joy-Cons on the anniversary of his death and do his directly-to-you motions, it will unlock his original golf game and I feel like that is probably the most fitting tribute to a legendary video game developer. Time. All right. Thanks for that, Eric. That means, Tom, you're up. Tell us why ID Software is the best. All right, folks. Let me tell you a little story about a little company in the 90s called ID Software. So... The first-person first shooter genre is currently the most popular genre, video game genre, in the U.S. And there were some space shooters in the 80s, nothing major. But when Wolfenstein 3D came out, ID Software came out with an innovation in the first-person shooter world. For the first time ever, you have, a three, you have a 3D game where you're staring down the barrel of your shotgun and two words ring out, legendary, Mecha Hitler. Wolfen where Wolfenstein, just a few of the games they've created, Wolfenstein, Quake, the legendary Doom, which, is the, which IGN rated as the third best game of all time, and was submitted in 2006 to the Library of Congress for preservation as, part of one, as one of the most influential video games of all time. Now, ID Software has made a lot of video games in, this, in their time, but another thing they have they revolutionized was technology within the video game industry with their various first-person shooter game engines. Now, ID, ID Tech originally would create their own game and then license out these engines to various other companies. 
So some of the things that were influenced by ID Tech engines. Did I outcast Star Wars games? Some of the best Star Wars games to ever come out. Medal of Honor, Ally Assault. Medal of Honor is read, just real, real, uh, came back to life thanks to ID Tech's engine. Call of Duty, one of the most popular game, games today. The original Call of Duty used an ID Tech engine. ID Tech, ID Tech has continued on in games One minute. Like, in revolutionary games like Doom 3, which at the time of release didn't even have any hardware video game graphics cards available to play the game on ultra settings. It came out later that month. Doom is one of the most influential games of all time. ID Tech continues on today with their ID5 engine, which is powering Dishonored games like Doom, as well as, as well as Wolfenstein. They even have their own convention based on ID Tech software games, such as it's called QuakeCon. Every year, they get together and celebrate ID Tech products. Now, ID, ID Tech also created the modding community, essentially, by adding in WAD files, where's all the data files, which allowed for game modding, begin, beginning one of the biggest things in gaming right now, which is modding your games. They, allowed, they made their source code open so that these PC games could be ported to literally any console they wanted cleanly. One of the time, 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 time. All right, thanks, Tom. Mac, you're up. Tell us why Rare is the best. Wow, mode to remind you that, uh, okay, people, now, there's a company out there named Rare. Rare. It's a company that worked, yeah, it's working to work with the rainbow. I'm going to admit that, work with the rainbow called Elgin, and then it cut a couple of bad, tasty games out there. But it, it, it made some bad games, but it also made some great titles that we see today, like Battletoads, which is a great game. It annoyed the pisses out of us, but, you know, people like us in Texas and in South Carolina, we love it when we get tough. But one game that it brought us all joy on the SNES, it brought us that Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. Everybody remember Donkey Kong. One, two, three. All three were great games. It didn't just, but guys, it didn't just stop there. The Wrangler was keeping on down the road. And it went down and made two great first-person shooter games in Perfect Dark and the infamous GoldenEye. Now, now you're probably thinking, did it just tail off on the end right there? No, it's still going on today. The company made one of the one of my personal favorite games. That rascal, that little rascal, rascally um, foul mouth squirrel by the name of Conquer, and we got Conquer's by it for today, which was revolutionized the gaming community today, and we're still demanding Conquer's bad for today too. Now I'm not here to tell you to look back and look at the other old games. Look into the future. They're making new games today. This is a company that withstand that probably will withstand throughout the ages of gaming. And it's gonna keep going into today. So my answer is right. Right. Well, all right then. Rare it is. I'm I'm not real sure why you talked 
country for that whole thing, but whatever floats your boat, I guess. I, I was I, trying to be like, I was trying to act like, uh, what's it? I, I forget it. <laughs> yeah, okay. you, you, were, you, were putting on, you were putting on a more southern voice to talk about a European com company, so. <laughs> right, oh, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> Anyways, right. all right, guys. Oh, well, let's get into the Where's European? <laughs> you guys have a few minutes here to, ex well, I guess to argue why each other is wrong and why, you know, we know why yours is the best you just told us. Tell us why everybody else is wrong. So I got, I got a couple things to say about Rare. So let, let's let's talk let's talk history for a bit. So everybody knows that Rare, you know, was generally associated with Nintendo. They held a large stake in the company up until the point where Microsoft had bought them out. Now, okay. it's like Nintendo. I, I Nintendo agree with that. I agree with that. But they're still making games. They got a new pirate game that's coming. Yeah, out yes, today. yes, they, have, they do have. They do have. They, they do have new new game new games coming out. The entire staff left. And it's not the same company remotely, but sure, they're well, going they're to be making games. And may, I, let's talk about, may I point out, look, may I point out, Mac? May I point out the new games you speak of from Rare consist of Connect Sports games, Connect Sports. which are which are famous, which are okay. famous for not being as good as Wii Sports. And also, okay. let, let's let's talk about a couple of other Rare games that are uh, not quite so good. So let's talk about the infamous Star Fox Adventures, where Shigeru Miyamoto had taken a look at their, you know, Rare's new IP Dinosaur Planet, and said, "Hey, that looks like a Star Fox. Make that a Star Fox." They made okay. that a Star Fox. It didn't okay. work. Let me, talk about, let me talk about Eric. Let me talk about Satoru because I admit he is a great man. Without him, Hal and Mother and Game Freak. Yeah, I, I guess Game Freak. Yeah, I don't believe that. I don't believe what you said because I did my research too. He did not. He did not. He only did Pokemon. Remember, it was Pokemon Green and Red. According to my research, it was just green. He, he all he did was help create move green, red, and blue to the United States. He had nothing to do with my favorite title, which is Pokemon. Actually, no, no, he wrote the compression software. To to he he did. Fact check, um, check it. Fact check it. He he. I he did fact check that. That's the only one he had purpose with. With those two, all he did was help him. He yep. didn't create those things. He, 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 he wrote the compression software. Move on. Move on. We will fact check it so, at the end of the round. Go also, ahead. Also, Ibisoft. We will fact Ibisoft check. Great we company. Will fact. I, great company. But the thing about Ibisoft that I don't like is they're making just SPS shooters. That's all they're known for is SPS yeah. shooters. Now, they yeah, made some great things. I want to see Commander King. I want to see Commander King, and I want to see Dangerous Dave. Those are some great games. Oh. They just buried that in the basement. Those are some great side-scrolling action, and they stopped making it because they just said, we're going to make Doom, we're going to make Quake, we're going to make all these games. Here's, this. here's the thing, Mac. They, they chose to innovate rather than spreading their seed around wildly like a company but, but like you, Rare but, throwing but out good after game creator. <laughs> I admit Rare is good. Is the epitome, I admit sir. That's cool, but you keep doing over Rare is yeah. the epitome of and you you rare, 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 rare really took now here's the thing I like about Rare. Rare took risk. They took risk and I admit they and made failed. some bad games. They they, they took the risk by making fun of their of their game greatest, not perfect. They they took risk by making fun of one of their most popular series in their in its most latest no, I'm talking about Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. 
Are you kidding me? It's not a Banjo-Kazooie game, and it actively makes fun of Banjo-Kazooie fans for liking 3D platformers. That is my oh, issue. Oh, all right, guys. Okay, let's, what about his little... Um, calm down. Let's calm down here. Oh, sorry. So, let's get down to brass tacks here. You, Eric, you have selected a legendary person. As a game designer, he only has to his credit, I believe, Pokemon Stadium, Super Smash Brothers, and Kirby, which are decent games, but not near the Rebel. Miyamoto helped him with Kirby. Miyamoto helped him. <laughs> All right. So, yes, he's a great person, and he was a great president, a great lead of product development. But that's like saying Bob Lutz is the, is the greatest just because he led GM for a while. Now, with Rare, they threw him, they are a company that made a few good games. What ID Software did was change One the minute. world of gaming. They, were, they changed the world, they created modding, they innovated the first person shooter. Modding yes, they is not, made, yes, it made quite a little bit. Modding is for the people, though. That's it, not what they created. The yeah, people created they, modding, not ID yeah. Software. The people created, but ID ID opened up the door for it with their with they, their they, web they, they, files and their open source code, sir. They are looking for legendary. Like I said, Rare took risk and they made a lot of good games. They took risk. Quantity over quality. And they, had, and they knew the quantity risk. over quality. But the thing about the thing about ID, they never took the risk. They kept going the same route that they were going. They never took risk. Went, That's the thing I like about Rare. They took the risk. They took, they took it on the chin. They went back and they did some good guys. If ID saw, if um, if I tell you right now, if Rare would have just kept making Donkey Kong, time, they would have been the same time, thing. Time, and it. I, I had a quote that I want to end up, but Mac wouldn't shut up. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> well, that round was a hot mess. So glad we talked about it. Anyways, uh, let's let's start with fact checking since we all yeah. know that we need that. Okay. So I don't know what the exact point of contention was, but I looked about uh, what he, um, what Eric said, and that they had trouble before with having only the jo Johto region region in a yes. game. So Iwata was able to take the entirety of Kanto and put it into a game, uh, which includes the regions from both Pokemon Red and Blue. Yep. So that's what that's what the, that's what the fact about it is. So he took a very he used very heavy compression and essentially fit, fit a whole extra game into another game with like as if it was no big deal. Yep. That's what he did. Um about Satoru Iwaru, um Eric was pretty much spot on about every fact about him being the fourth president when he took over cuz he started at the um H How Labs first and then went to Nintendo, started Nintendo in 2000. Uh and like one of his famous quotes is that video games are meant to be just one thing, fun, fun for everyone. And um, if, if I if I could, this doesn't have anything to do with with Durant. I do want to add in this quote. Don't don't uh, put into any of the. Again, I I want to end on this quote. Uh, it's a speech that he made in 2005. On my business card, I am a president. In my mind, I am a software developer. In my heart, I am a gamer. And that's the words um, I want to end on. But Mac was yelling. <laughs> Um, as for ID Software, uh, yeah, um, Commander Keen was his first like uh, game, but it broke. It had its breakout, like what uh, what, uh, what Tom said was Wolfenstein and stuff like that, and continued with Doom and Quake and stuff like that. I don't know if anyone mentioned the Rage series, but they had Rage. 
And someone in the chat asked if it's, is it gone? Is it still working? But I think it was bought out and now it makes it teams with Bethesda and makes games like Doom 3 and all the other Doom games that I currently can, came out and Quake I Champion. Can that one. I can yep. check that one actually because ID Software in its form is still around and still has studios available. I, I, they no, they have been they have purchased. But... <laughs> you talking about <laughs> I mean, there's okay. like a 15-year gap where they didn't make any games, but, you know. Uh, as for Rare, it was founded back in 1985, but didn't really find its uh, footing until it had a partnership with Nintendo. That lasted from 94 to 2002. And then later, uh, and then you got games like, that Max was saying, like, um, GoldenEye, Perfect Dark, Donkey Kong, all those games. And later, in 2002, uh, until present, it start, started forming um, a partnership with Microsoft, and you had such other games like that he was mentioning. Um, like Conquer and stuff like that. So that's pretty much it for fact-checking. Viva Pinata, stuff like that. Awesome. Thanks, Cal. How about over in the chat, Willissa, what do we got going on? Um, like Cal was saying, a lot of people stated about Bethesda and Ubisoft and Rockstar Gaming. Um, Megan uh, Gregory said Rare could have done better with their gaming. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, a lot of people were just good with the whole heated um, information. We also had some love for Blizzard as well. Uh, yeah. One quick one quick thing. What was the poll result for the first question? Yeah, I forgot about that. I'm the sorry. First question, not this question, the first question. Well, you can look it up, uh, Nicole, if you want to go on with your... Okay, your... yeah, I actually know who won this round. I think, yeah, I think Laura Croft actually won that round with that okay. one. Oh, okay. And All then right. I'm not sure about the percentage yet, but I'll check it. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, I actually know who won this round probably a minute before the round ended. Uh, for me, Tom won hands down. First of all, you two were too busy arguing with each other to even come at him for ID software. So not only did he, one, convince me, but he brought up things like QuakeCon, which is pop culture and means that by default, I mean, you could bring up BlizzCon if one of you had brought up Blizzard. Like, that means that you've, like, made it as a video game company. And unfortunately, Eric and Mac were too busy yelling at each other to even come at Tom. So, Tom, you get a point. Congratulations. Not shut out, yes. <laughs> okay, Rare's so we're going to... Rare's making a comeback, guys. No, it's really not. It's really not. It should just die in the pasture. <laughs> so what did, what did the poll say on this question? Did they agree with me or disagree? So for the polls, we have ID Software with 67%, and then Satora Awata, and if I'm pronouncing that wrong, I apologize, 33% rare, sorry, 0%. Oh, there you go. Okay. So the, the poll agreed with me yet again. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Well, let's, let's move it right along. Cal, what's question number three? Question number three is, what game has outstanding character creation system? Okay, so I've let Max start and I've let Eric start. So Tom, you start us off this time. All right, so I'm going to start this off with the, with once again the innovator of character creation, the wonderful, delightful world of The Sims. Good pick. All right, Mac, what did you pick? Um, I, I just went simple. Um, you know, when you're jacking cars and you want to look good, you pick GTA Online. And Eric, what was your choice? Now, you know, it, you sure you can make some people, but if you want to make some very creative monsters, you go with Spore. All right, so let's jump right in. Tom, go ahead and start. Tell us why The Sims has the most outstanding character creation system. 
All right. So the Sims, I mentioned a little bit in the opening that the Sims innovated character creation. They were they were one of the first to come to come out with a real life simulator. Hence the name, The Sims. You can you can start out with general archetypes and basically tell your own story with these characters that that build and grow as as you as you build them basically as you build their environment they grow they adapt you're creating by simulating and with with this life you're cre you can do things like exercise them they can sleep they can they can do whatever you want them to do and their attributes will change because of it which is very similar to some other character creations that have come afterwards which is what makes the sims so great they have they have had countless expansions countless sequels but in the in the very beginning it was all it was all about getting these archetypes together your goth types your your normal housewife and getting them together and growing them as a as a family as a life and that's why i think the sims has the most outstanding because it's they were the innovators they're the daddy of it all that's my opening shot awesome okay well then we'll move right on to mac mac tell us why you why why gta online has the most outstanding character creation system well, here's the reason. I, I I like when you put when I first I played these all these games and they're great. All these are great choices. But the thing about GTA Online, which lets you do, it has a diverse ways of turning your cheeks and making your cheeks bigger, or doing uh, making the making the character more like you. Now, if you don't want to make your character more like you, you could create your own character, and it would be awesome. You could have literally two people interracial. Like you could have you have the choice of turn your certain a certain color. You can do any color. You can go green. You can go blue. It doesn't matter. You can literally go. You have actually a diverse of ways of you know choosing whatever your mother and father look like. You have a black or a white, an Asian or a white, uh, Asian or white, black Asian. You know it, you have different ways of doing that if you don't want to choose a color and then it decides the color for you. It actually has whatever features your parents are. Um, it also has um, it has, has the best way of doing certain things. It has um, it has well uh, appeal. Um, you can have muscles. You can build yourself up. You can build your character up. Um, it, it doesn't it doesn't let you cheat. It doesn't let you cheat because you have to build your character up. And I know that sounds wrong, but I kind of like that. You got to build your character up in a certain way. And unlike certain games where you can do this and do that in different games, this won't let you do it. You have to earn half some of the stuff that you get. And I dig that. And I think this character system is the best because it was innovative in the way in the style it did. And I think it shared some certain things and it, it did some things here and there and it made it the best character, um, character creation system. All right, sounds good. Um, Eric, tell us tell us why you pick Spore. So Spore is a game where you start as a single cell organism and then you make your way into space. Now that seems you know well, what can you do in between that? Well, you can do a whole lot of things by making some very interesting looking creatures. Uh, you can have you know you can have eyes on your hands, you know feet on your kneecaps, mouth on your but 
you can have wings on the top of your head. You can do literally anything in this game. And before this game even came out, the developers knew what they had because they just released the Creature Creator as its own standalone game where you could just go nuts without any of the restrictions of the actual story storyline that you're creating or, or like you have to worry about what era you're doing. You can just do whatever. And, you know, talk about, you know, freedom of, you know, skin color. You can be purple, green, indigo, red, blue, whatever. It doesn't matter. You can be whatever color you want to be. You know, famous, you know, you know, steam train playthrough of this game. You just, you know, a whole species just made out of phallus. Just a whole phallus monster thing. And, you know, if that's the way you want to play, that's the way you want to play. You want to make a somewhat, you know, realistic looking creature, you can go that route. You can you can have it with like all these different like uh, attacking mechanisms. Like you can you know give it a nice strong mouth to eat. You can give it spikes. You can have it be able to spit poison. I think just whatever you want to do, you can make it, you can make it in spore. Okay, well sounds good. Uh, now that we've heard everybody's you know pick, I want to hear you guys tell me why everybody else is wrong. All right, clarification, Eric. Uh, you mentioned the character creator before in the in your argument. Now, are you arguing for the standalone character creator, or are you arguing for the actual storyline creator game? I'll 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 argue for the full game. <laughs> okay, because the counterpoint to that was I can just buy the character creator and skip yeah. all the nonsense in between. Yeah, it's it's still the same Why game. I do that? It's it's still it's still the same game. And if you know if you want to build a person creator, you could just open up a web app and just make make it with Flash. And so what what what's your point there? <laughs> I mean, you can you can still create these interesting creatures without the without but, being bogged down by what is the most criticized part about that game, which is the storyline being fairly shallow. Now you want to talk about gameplay being shallow? What's more shallow than just living a life? Then the, the, the being able to being able to have the ability to take out the trash. Oh boy, such riveting gameplay. Let me tell you. Work for, work for boyhood. Now and let's let's talk about the the GTA. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that it's like if if you're if you're talking about you know just being able to you know, alter certain features. There have been plenty of games where you could just su somewhat slightly well, alter features. Well, and, and, and GTA Online, GTA Online is fun because you can be, it does, you don't have to be a male, you can be a female. And I've seen plenty of people do that and it's fun. Also, you actually, when you're talking online, you're actually moving your mouth. You move your mouth whenever you talk online, which is pretty neat. And Nothing I like that. That's creator. also not part of the character creator. And neither is raising up any of your skills. <laughs> You don't, you can't, well, listen, I never said you don't raise your stats. I said that was the point of that. If you listen to the beginning of the argument, I said you don't raise up your stats. You earn your stats. Yeah, you earn Everything your, you your do, stats. You earn. It's not part of the character creator. Yeah, which is, which is not that I said, unlike anything else you've done, you put your earning everything you do, unlike everything else. Now, your two, yeah, Sims is fun, but it's just living life, which is pretty boring. I'm sitting up there like, oh, I'm taking out the trash. Oh, how you doing? I mean, the, I mean, the most interesting, oh. the most interesting thing about your character creator I mean, it, was done twenty was done twenty years ago in my game. 
It's just called <laughs> earning your attributes, yeah. earning your luck. Yeah, but here's That's the thing. That's the most here's outstanding, the most no, no, part of your game. Which one is better, living life or literally living question, life? Question is not better, sir. It is outstanding. I can shoot people that, in my that, game. That, <laughs> yeah, but that has nothing to do with the character creator, Mac. I can shoot people. I, this, in I, know, Bible, also, I, can, also, I can go out. I can go out and shoot somebody. Go back to my dad's hotel room. Mac, 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 that has Mac. nothing to do with the character creator. Get back on the question. My bad, my bad. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I just and also, 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 you know, just being able to change facial features. Yeah, it's you know, it's not really well, all that interesting. Well, it doesn't thing, really, it doesn't really affect you at least on the dime. Can you change your character's facials on the dime? Mine can. No, you can't. <laughs> you you it's actually can't. What you you can't once you lock in. You can't change your facial features. Once <laughs> hey, you in. lock in the facial features, you can go back in and change the features of your character. I have seen it done. Yeah, it certain, done. certain features like your haircut, not your facial features. <laughs> and yeah, you can change it to where you can be a girl. They did it. Yeah, it's a. I it's a people one time, from a it's a one girl. Time thing. People talk about to do that. You can create one time character. I don't want to say you can do you it. You can't change I your character. I just talk to do this. I don't want, if Doom, if Doom can have mods, I can do mods too. You can mod yourself into certain things you're not going to. You can actually not mod yourself. Does anybody mods. want any points? Because if you want points, I recommend Mom. you all get back to character one. creating. <laughs> Now, yeah, let, let's get back to the character creation, where, where I was talking about how in the character creation of my game, you can actually give yourself the attributes as with the points that you've earned by, you know, taking down other creatures that you find in the world. and being Nobody want to take down, nobody want to be these type of people. You, I don't want to be a human being. I don't want to be a monster. Come on, man. Well, I want to be a, a person. At least this is interesting. Yeah, and at least, at least, at least it's like Mine both of 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 both I'm going to fold and <laughs> give this point to Tom. <laughs> uh, all right, so with, with, uh, ignoring Mac. Tom, Tom. <laughs> uh, I think the Sims is actually Tom. a greater pick. That's, that's, all right, all right, no more right. talking. Okay, so um, fact checks. Do we have anything, Cal? I mean, that's not really anything facts. It's just they're talking about what their games are about. <laughs> I, I know, so. I know. I can just give you facts about every game, but that's about it. That's true. These are all, in fact, games. These are all, in fact, games. That's our fact check, guys. Alyssa, what do we got going on over in the chat? I'm sorry, can I just say something about the whole fact check? Of course. Go ahead. GTA 5, you are able to redo your facial features on your character. You just have to pay for it the exact same way like Saints Row. So I do want to say that you can change your facial uh, oh, but but Max talking about GTA Online, so yeah, GTA GTA Five Online, you can oh. change the features. Yeah. Yes, it, it is done. You have to pay like a hundred thousand grand. You go to the plastic surgeon and you change your features. Like <laughs> wow, the same thing. I, okay. I'd love to. Yeah, what the I hell? Why didn't you put that in there? I just wanted to say that. Melissa well, just won the round. <laughs> like, you know what? Well, you can't, you can't use that. Oh, you can't, you can't, you can't use that though. I'm aware. Uh, I'm aware. I'm just saying. <laughs> I am absolutely so disappointed in all of you with this question. 
Let what? any of you answer the question properly. I, you yes, started I to answer it, I, I, and then you I, grunged. I, <laughs> I answered so, the question. I, I said stuff that the character creator could do. Uh, everybody said what the character creator could do, but none of you talked about why the other character creators weren't any good. I so, did. Um, I, before, I said they were both boring. Before I talk about uh, who gets what points, uh, do we have anything in the chat that you want to specifically say? Out, shout out, Willissa. Yeah, so TJ Deck was like, I, he was saying a whole bunch of games. Uh, NHL, which I have no idea how that's possible because I never played, but I don't know how deep you can customize your basketball yeah, player. Yeah, you, you do a lot for that. I play that yep. game. Fight, face, beard. Guy yeah. Rim, he also mentioned in Fallout, which I dig. Um, and a lot of people were saying Saints Row, which is just as awesome as GTA. So, Well, all right. Uh, well, I, I hate to do this because I think this is the first time in Gamer Grudge history that this has been done, but I'm not awarding any points because none of you yeah! deserve one. That's plenty fair. That's I'm plenty fair. I'm so sorry. I, 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 I asked a question. That's fair. Nobody deserves a point because you all just spun uncontrollably off topic. And I, I just stay on topic. I don't, I I don't mean, know where this comes from. I stay on topic. I would say, from my end, in the opening, I think Mac did mention it, and so did Eric about their actual character creation. But like you said, that none of them knocked anyone else down or stuff like that. Yeah, so that you guys was... essentially all argued your games instead of arguing character creation. I, I which agree. That's the question. I'm not mad. My, my game is the character creation. It's like everything else is just an accessory. <laughs> no, that's the best part of the game. I will I will start a new character on Skyrim 14 times just so I can make a new character. That's so boring. I should have argued Dark Souls. Dark Souls. Okay, so yeah, nobody gets a point that time. So as it stands, going into round four, Mac has one point, Tom has one point, and Eric, you have no points. However, this is a pitch question, which means that it's worth two points. So you guys can still make a comeback. There's There's... Don't give up, Eric. Don't give up. Mm -hmm. I believe in you, okay? Okay. All right. What do we got as round number four, Cal? Pitch a solution to sports games repetitiveness. There it is. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and go back to the original order. Mac, go first. Okay. Um, I, I know in my notes I said bring this thing back, but I want to say bring back something similar to NBA Jam. I think this is what needs to be happening. All right. Tom, what was your solution? Uh, my solution is I will go into far more detail on the actual description question, but basically track and car customization in licensed racing games, such as NASCAR and F1. Okay. And Eric, what was your solution? I just wanted to go a little balls to the wall and do some... All, all out, full on team custom, un, uninhibited team custom customization. All right. So now, what I want you guys to do is you're going to have your own time, right, Cal, to pitch the game, correct? Right. Okay. So Mac, go ahead and pitch us your solution to uh, the repetitiveness of sports games. Thank you. Look, if we have, look, I, I think. With sports games today, people don't want to mess with what's already have. Because you're gonna, if you do something, you change up the demographic, people will get mad and pissed off about it. So I, I say, what we do is 
I'm just pitching just do another game and not just any game, do something like NBA Jam. Now, everybody know NBA Jam, NFL Blitz. The reason I'm saying NBA Jam, NFL Blitz would be amazing because there were amazing games. You could have big head mode. You could have, you could go running around with fire. It was a fun game, and I think it was fun to incorporate certain things like that. Also, it incorporated one thing into the game. It incorporated cheats. And I think if you do that, it can get rid of the repetitiveness of video games. Now, I met some people. I explained this to my brother. He said it was a dumb parody of a game, and he agreed, I agree with that. But there are certain people that actually want to see NBA Jam back. And it's actually a pretty doggone fun game. And I admit Madden is a fun game. I admit NBA Live, 2K Live is a fun game. But if you were to incorporate this, do another game that's just like it, but do it like NBA Jam or NFL Blitz, it would be an enjoy. Not only that, you will satisfy not only the repetitiveness, but you will get people that are tired of repetitiveness of Madden, they'll go to NBA Jam. And I think that would be a great thing. Also, you can sell it for $12, and it don't, probably don't take that much. This is a game that you can do selling sheet, do it year by year, and, and make a profit and have fun. Okay, then. Uh, is that the, the end of your pitch? Oh, that, that's supposed to pitch the game? Well, no, no, no. I was just that you're supposed to pitch your solution. I was just making sure you were oh, finished oh. before oh, yeah, I I'm moved finished. on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought I was supposed to pitch actual game. <laughs> no, no, no. I want you to to pitch not an actual game, but but an actual solution to gaming problems. Gotcha. Uh, all right, Tom. Tell me about your track customization. All right. So the so licensed racing game. So we're doing some amazing things right now with. Simulators are all the rage on Steam, and racing simulators especially are becoming incredibly advanced in technology. Now, what that really hasn't made its way into are the fairly repetitive licensed racing games such as F1 and NASCAR. Now, those, they may add a ticky-tack mode here and there, but more or less they become the same thing with new rules and such. Now... With track and car customization, you are bringing in, well, first off, the track is purely for fun. You've seen it in some arcade games in the past. You can, with this customization, you'll be able to edit and create tracks from scratch. So if you wanted to take Talladega Super Speedway and Oval and start adding in right-left turns, adding a chicane in there, you can do that. You can do, you can create a track of your wildest dreams, or you can get rid of the long straights of Monza and make it a much more track. Now, when I talk about car customization, I'm talking about going to going next level simulator. So we have driving simulators, we have setup simulators where you can change the setup of your car, but what we have not had is essentially an engineering simulator. So if you could take an F1 car and edit this car, and maybe you, you, there's like an easy mode where your aerodynamic, your downforce goes up, downforce goes down, or your top speed goes up and down as you make changes to this car's design, adding wings, adding, adding downforce, changing the tire size, whatever you want. Create an ultimate car with no limits. 
you can not only will it be fun, but it can also teach you of what these various aerodynamic bits do for a car, what some of these engine components do for a car. Much like suspension and chassis adjustments have done, have done wonders for how you set up a car, this will, help, this will help you build a car, as well as create ridiculous tracks of your dreams, create ridiculous cars of your dreams with no, with no barriers, and be able to race them on officially licensed tracks if you want. Be able to run these officially licensed vehicles such as you want to take Sebastian Vettel's Ferrari and drive it on whatever crazy track you create, you can do that. You can create a dirt track and run an F1 car on it. This is something that has not been done in licensed games before, and I think that's something that really needs to be integrated and give, give true design and creativity a chance to excel in gaming. Time. Great answer, Tom. Thanks. All right, Eric, you're up. So elaborate a little bit more on your fully customizable team system. Yeah, so I think we've all, you know, been there before. You know, it's like our, it's the season of our favorite sport is about to happen, and then, you know, your team trades away one of your favorite players. And, and I just really wish I could undo that trade. And essentially, I'm giving you the option to be able to do that, whereas not only are you going to be able to, you know, mix and match different players from across, you know, the current season of, uh, you know, different things, but if, you know, if you want to have a team that has all four Stahl brothers in a, in a hockey team, you can do that. You want to, you want to, you know, reach back in time, grab Wayne Gretzky, throw him on the Vegas Golden Knights, you can do that. You want to do some revisionist history and make it so that Brian Leach never leaves the Rangers, you can do that. Now, it's like, sure, it's like, it's like, well, what, 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 what really good is this going to do to the game? And honestly, I'm going to say I'm, I'm not really going to be doing anything great in this round. Because uh, to be perfectly honest, this, this is not a great idea. <laughs> It's like I had so I had some I had some okay ideas to start off with, but just like as I went on, like now nah, this is just boring. <laughs> so unfortunately, I'm gonna bow it at this round. I'm sorry. No, I, I'm, I had I'm sorry. All the faith in you. I, 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 know, so I know. I had so many counter arguments. I know. I'm still stomping on the throat. <laughs> I'm still stomping okay. on the throat. Okay. <laughs> well. Eric is going to bow out, so that means that Tom and Mac, you guys go ahead and grunge it out. Eric, if you want to just hang out and listen to them, you're more than welcome to. And I, um, can, I, can, I, can I still throw some counterpoints in there? <laughs> if, if sure, that's fine. If, if you want to throw but some counterpoints in there to, to dog on Mac or Tom, I'll, I'll allow that. That's fine. If, he, if he's still going to get a point if he gets in, because I want to make sure, because I ain't trying to get him like, oh, I'm sleeping. Boom. Put me in the punt. Put me in the, um, I mean, he doesn't really have a solution, so if he can't pitch the question, then he can't actually get a point. Can I say, can I say something, too? Sure, go if ahead. Eric is really bowing out. It's 1-1 Mac and Tom that there's no point in even doing it, because it's the last question, and one of them will get the point. They still move on. Oh. Both of them will move on to the finals. That is that is actually a valid point. So do we want to go ahead and just Eric, do a PvP? Sure. This is your chance to actually get the points to move on. All right, you know what? I'll, 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 I'll keep with it. I'll, 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 try, I'll try, to see if, try to see if I can win my counter-arguments. Okay. 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 All right. I, I think that's a great idea. So hang in there, and uh, let's, let's get ready to grunge.
All right. Are we ready? All right, I'm going to fire. Let's yeah. go. All right. I'm firing the opening shot. And Eric, I know you just just bowed out, but I hate to tell you, brother, it already exists. It's existed yes, it since it's Madden, existed since Madden, Madden 02. Oh, legends. And they got legends where you can actually play with legends in a football team. They already got and, that. And throwing that away, Mac, you have the same issue. Yours already exists. You're just yeah. well. You're, hold on. Wait a minute. Just, wait a minute. You're My changing. You're changing repetitiveness by starting a new franchise that will continue to get repetitive. Yeah, but here's the thing about yours. Yours, yours is going to be a track, and you're going to keep doing it. Also, to quote one of my favorite guests on the show um, from, uh, from Digital Dice, love you guys, DLC. That's what you're going to do. It's going to be DLC and, up the butt. <laughs> and, guess, and guess what, Mac? And guess what, Mac? Your arcade... You're essentially pitching an arcade version, but, which guess what? There's an arcade mode in almost every sports game right now. Well, NHL, NHL, you can not, play with mascots. Keep, well, how long do, if you keep making the tracks? How you're trying to make something that's going to keep going, but eventually you're going to be mesmerizing. It's like, wow, this isn't real anymore. This is not actually what I wanted yeah. to do before. You're actually doing that, and that's not right. You can, and, and, you can and, do it. You can do whatever you want. You can make it. You can make it realistic. You can make it ridiculous. You have. Yeah, but you're, the doing, you're building the track, and it's like, yeah. oh, I'm gonna build my own track. Basically, it's like Roller Coaster Tycoon, which I love, but it's the same. Thank it's you. The same dynamic thing. But also, also to be fair, it's like you know, if you want to want to have a you know race a game with a track theater, just go play GTA Online. Those got some insane tracks. Yes! <laughs> Those have some insane tracks. You want to go play some transform races oh, on that, man? Oh, sorry. Can I can I run can I run Vettel's F1 car in GTA Five? No, I just get a really crappy driving driving mechanics where I can't move five meters without crashing. Yeah, that's if you're bad at the game. That's if you're bad at the game. Well, but, but back, I'm going to get back to Eric because I'm going to keep – I'm going to keep – I don't want him to come back up alive. Um, can you drive Eric, the Tron bike in your game? done. It's not going to work. They keep in, they're going to keep on doing – they're they're still doing it in with, in, with um, NFL Legends. If you go play Madden, NFL Legends, you're going to be playing with the same players. You can do the same thing in Madden. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. People already do that. And I, I think and I if can you do, do the same that, thing as yours, brother. More repetitive. Yeah, and also, also, Mac, yours I, I fear doesn't go far enough. And also, there's a better game that already does go far enough in Rocket League. Rocket League is a much better. Uh, let's Rocket take League, a completely Rocket different League, take of the game. Hold on, they are making. I'll tell you right now, they're making a game called Mutant Football League, and it is just like NFL Blitz, and it's like a breath of which they already anger. made. They're they already making, made that like 20 years ago. Development. I'm talking about making a complete series. I'm talking about making um like an NBA like um like NHL X Triple X um Triple X um, Major League Super Major League Sluggers uh uh, uh these, these already exist as mini games in actual yeah. games. Yeah, it's like those are fun guys. I also in my game, yeah, like, in yeah, 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 underwater, you're actually things that are just underwater. You're fixing things that already exist, <laughs> and then you're fixing the repetitiveness, Mac. It's like it's, you know, there's cheats in my game. Eric, your game has already been done. It's been done to death. It's still and you know being done. You know what? Tom's game, Tom's game has also already been done. It's called the Lego games. The Lego oh, car games. Not. The Lego games. Well, yours still already been done. It's repetitive. It's been done to death. Don't soften it. 
Stop derailing. <laughs> Let's get back to the grunge. Lego <laughs> aerodynamics. One minute. GTA does not have aerodynamics involved. Uh, GTA has aerodynamics. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Oh, no, it doesn't. Yeah. yeah, you could feel the wind resistance in those. And downforce is not a thing in GTA. Physics is not a thing in GTA. Physics exists in the licensed racing world. I cannot take Sebastian Vettel's Ferrari and take it onto Talladega Super Speedway. If with this addition to an F1 game, a future F1 game, you can do that if you so choose. If you wanted to yank off the rear wing and see what happens in Vettel's but, Ferrari, you can do that. You have not been able to do that in a licensed racing game. But here's the thing with both of your games. You are still trying to piss. You're going to piss off the people that already love those two games. You're, and you're just going over and over, and it's going to be – I'm time, not trying time, to piss time, off the time, people. Time, I'm just making time, another time, game. Time, 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 Okay. Well, <laughs> that was eventful. <laughs> I guess, is the best way yeah. to explain it. Okay, well, uh, first of all, you know what, Eric? I'm proud of you for not backing out and still sticking in. Okay, so good job for at least attempting to be like, no, wait, I'm going to try. Yeah. Uh, Mac, NBA Jam's been done. It was done in 2010 on the Wii, and it epically sucked. So did NFL Blitz, whatever one came out in the early 2000s. So I'm also, sorry. Also, can I say that Mutant League Sports has already been here in the early uh, I think the either late 80s or early 90s. They had Mutant League football. And and, uh, I said. Yep. yep. So um, do we have any fact checks other than what I just said? Well, they basically like called out everything that um, was already said, that was already like made about like uh, what Eric's argument was, what Mac's argument was. For Tom, like I'm not really f familiar with. I understand what Tom's trying to do with his, um, trying to bring his dynamics of a racing game, like the actual simulation of the racing game. Like to tracks. I don't know if that's been done before. I'm guessing that hasn't from what uh, he's saying, but I don't know. I don't know. They say it has, so who knows? I mean, I played like games like Gran Turismo and stuff, and that's not really a thing in those games. So I'm, I'm assuming for like big name games that people who don't play a lot of racing games, hi, hello. <laughs> I'm aware that it doesn't exist in those. So I don't think racing games even deserve any more games. That's it. Just have one car that goes yeah. around the track, you're fine. It's the same shit all over. <laughs> Oh but my I guess, gosh. I guess that's what Tom's argument argues against, okay. though. Yeah, that's what he's saying. He's saying, I want to give you guys something to do other than go around the same track 1,400 times, which, I mean, if you think about it, that's the biggest downfall of Mario Kart, right? Like, everybody loves Mario Kart. But, like, there's the only so many times. He hates Mario Kart. He hates Mario Kart. I hate Mario anyway. Kart 64. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, I mean, like, I like all Mario Karts. Double Dash is the best. Anyways, we're going to move on. So, uh, oh, wait, one, out of curiosity also, who, who won the last round in the poll? Or, like, the one oh, that we yeah. didn't get a point? The one that nobody got a point. Who did win that round? Man, I'm sucking at the poll. I am so sorry. Not, well, listen, uh, you got to keep me in line, girl. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just enjoying the whole thing in general. You guys are... Okay, so back to the poll. It says, uh, the what game has an outstanding character? Is that the one that we're yeah. in? Yes. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so... The, uh, the Sims actually won that with 67%. GTA was second. And Spore, sadly, 0%. It's like no, no, had, nobody appreciates Spore. I had Spore first. Mine, but. Yeah, you know what? Cal um, said that he would have picked, he would have picked uh, your answer, Eric. And unfortunately, I just, I'm the judge. And I, I, it's not that I didn't like you guys' answers. I think that you did great, but you didn't actually 
argue the question. I, you know, I, personally, I feel right, like what, I argued the point, but... <laughs> yeah. So, so what about uh, this round? This round, uh, Tom, you win, hands down. Uh, yeah, just yeah, because, no to be honest, you were the only one that brought something original to the table, so... I wasn't going to say, like, me. I can't fight against this. I'm like, he's the car guy. How can I, how can I t argue against a car engineering against the car engineer? True. If you want to know what my answer to this question was, you can DM me or hit me up on Twitter, and I will tell you my answer, because I had a fantastic answer for this question. Because I'm did. a sports guy. Yeah, it's it's true. We were talking about it. But, um, Melissa, was there anything in chat that specifically stuck out to you that you want to maybe give a shout-out or talk about? Um, who was it? I think I want to say it was <gasps> Emperor Cusco Sticks. Um, Cusco! Cusco! <laughs> oh, there was something that he put about Tom's... Oh, okay. He said, Tom is basically pitching GTA custom races. Like I said. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Well, that's that's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> well, okay. Um, in that case, we have we have Tom who has three points. Mac, you have one point. So we will move on to the PvP round with you two. Uh, go ahead and and explain the rules for this, Cal. So congratulations to Tom and Mac for moving on to the PvP round. Here you'll go head to head in a single question battle. You'll be given a, uh, uh, a question, and you're going to argue your answer for one minute, and then the player, your opponent, will have 30 seconds to rebut after you guys each argue your own answer for a minute. Do you, are you guys, do you guys, are, is it clear? We know uh, what we're doing? Yes. Okay. Uh, Mac, I want you to pick a video game character. It can be any video game character. Well, both of you. Say it at once. Yes, both of you need to do it. I was just going to go in order. Well, they might have the same one, so they, if they, whoever says it first gets it, that's how we do it. Oh, I see what you mean. Go ahead, then. Pick a video game character. Go. Uh, okay. Zero. From Mega Man. Of course, Mega Man. Of course you win Zero. Mega Man. Yeah, I love him. You know, I said I was going to pick this. I'll just, I'm will just i just going to go with Ezio Aldatore. What? I don't know. The okay, okay, okay. Oh, oh wow. Okay. From, from Assassin's <laughs> Creed. From the yeah, Assassin's yeah, Creed yeah. Ezio oh. trilogy. Okay, now the, the question the question is, tell me what their finisher move would be in Mortal Kombat. Oh, mm -hmm. This is going to be such a great question! What's their oh, finisher move? <laughs> what, what would their finisher move be in Mortal Kombat? And Mac goes first because he answered first. You got one minute, Mac, as soon as you start talking. I would so lose this question. <laughs> okay. Now, can it be Gorin? Yeah. Whatever, yeah. yeah, of course. It's Mortal Kombat. Kombat. What kind of a question is that? All right, all right. One minute on Zero the clock. Has a... Zero would Zero finishing move would be a Z side Z blight his Z cyber. He got an electric Z cyber. He would do the electric Z cyber into his dabbling um into his stomach, electrocuting him until he will not die. He will not die. He'll electrocute it and set it up to where he will not die. He will fling him in the air. While still living, and then he would do the triple. Um, he would do his little spin dash with the sword, slicing them as he's coming down. And as he's coming down, you'll see him cut in half. And then when he hits the ground, still living. I, I don't know how he's still living. Zero just has a gory mind. He will literally do his um ground dash, which is the same dash in the air, is twisting, spinning him like a saw. And you will literally saw him in to a bunch of chunking pieces. And all you'll see is uh, nothing but bone. Nothing, nothing. You see nothing but guts and blood and 
and chopped up area. Everything chopped up like a meat grinder. And then, it'll, then you'll have Shao Kahn saying, Zero wins. Fatality! <laughs> Time. Okay, so also, now hire me. Hire me. Also, Mortal Kombat, hire me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Tom gets a minute for his answer first. Then they get their answer. Sorry. Okay, okay, then it goes that way. Okay. So, Tom, whenever you start talking, you've got one minute. All right. So with, so, with this finishing maneuver, we're going to use almost everything in Ezio Altore's armory. So, we're going to start with the, the shield he whips out. Shield. Come up. Grab, gonna grab a sword, stab them, stab them in the chest with the sword. As as they're flying, as they're flying up, throws the sword, stabs through. Arrow, shoot the flaming arrow through. Jumps, drags them all the way up to the top of a bell tower. In Creed fashion, he is going to punch them with his fist off the off said tower. Undo hidden blade, which is now on fire because of Pearl combat. And he's going to do his swan dive off said bell tower as the character is falling. I'm not going to have a haystack this time, kids. Directly on the character, cause, cause just a huge splatter of blood and leave Time. nothing but a beating organ, beating heart in the blade. Fun stuff. Well, these are literally exactly what I wanted them to be. <laughs> Alright, 30 second rebuttal for Mac first. I gotta argue why this is worse. Yeah. Yep. Okay. The reason why this is worse is because during, um, during the interview with Matt Pat and his theory is even if he drops from that below, he's gonna die. And plus, it's just not interesting. You're not chopping him up. Mortal Kombat is all about gory, gory, gory deaths. And that's not gory enough. All you're doing is just splattering them and that's it. Mine is literally chopping them in half and you're just doing a finishing shot of finishing them off. It's like kill upon kill upon kill, and you're just like, I'm just gonna leave the box. That's not interesting. Mortal Kombat is all about gore and guts and blood. Have you not seen the new series? Time, 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 time. Okay, Tom, we're gonna start 30 seconds. Alright, you say 9 of 4, I say creative. It is a creative finishing maneuver that leaves a lasting impression with the heart with the heart in his hidden blade. Leaves a lasting impression which is much more than what's essentially the cluttered mess of chopping and sawing and all this other crap that your finisher is going to leave. It's just going to be a bloody mess of weird, indistinguishable action scene, whereas Ezio is going to have a very clear, very concise, very brutal, very memorable kill. Time, 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 time. Okay. Well, I think that was pretty fun. Uh, to be honest, I, I made that question up on the fly when I realized we started, and I was like, oh my god, I don't have a PVV question. So <laughs> she did. Uh, I was early. She's like, do you need a PVP? I'm like, yes. And she's like, and she came up with it's brilliant. As soon as she told me, I was like, oh man, that's awesome. That was, so, that was a good one. Oh. You guys liked it. I made it on the fly, but okay, awesome. Yeah, so, uh, you know what, Eric? What do you think? Who do you think, uh, you know, what, what did you think of their answers? Now, I will, right off the bat, I have to say, like like I said before, both of those are perfectly in character for each of your picks, so kudos on that. Uh, what, I, what I have to say is that, 
yes, Tom's is, you know, not quite as brutal as Max, but it is very eloquent, and there are some very eloquent fatalities in Mortal Kombat, so I gotta hands down go with Tom. Cal, what do you think? Okay, for me, for me, I have to assume some fact-checking. It's not a swan dive, it's an eagle dive. Or a legal thing. Or a legal dive is not a thing. Well, I'm telling you that's what's called in Assassin's Creed, so. It's a leap of faith, as they would call it. But, yeah. Um, I, I also have to go with Tom hands down because I like that he painted a picture, man. Like he like used every like almost every weapon that they use in the video game, um, and step by step he used the environments and go he'll, like he'll pick him up to a bell tower and throw him off and then come down with his. I was, I was like waiting for him. I was waiting for him. This is my time, man. Give me a second. This is. I was waiting for him to take the the, the, the leap of faith off the thing. I was like, wait, he says that, he's got my vote. And he did it, and he had the Hidden Blade as a, as like a coup de grace to it, so I gave it to Tom. Melissa, what is your opinion? Which one did you like? Um, I kind of don't, I'm, I'm like in the middle, because the way, um, oh, the way, Mac, Mac, Mac is so frustrated about the camera. The way Mac described his finishing move, it kind of sounds like how Barack actually did it in the original combat. I'm not saying that, you know, you took it, but it kind of like how you said he was chopping him up into pieces. I was just picturing, you know, Barack doing that with his swords. And with Itzio, I love Itzio character, but I just feel like it was just too much and that you'll be finishing him for about 10 minutes or so. So I'll just say, but I, either way, I'm like in the middle. So. All right. Well, uh, I I loved this question. You guys did great with it. So uh, thanks to both of you for for doing so well. Uh, but you know what? I'm gonna have to go with Tom too because one of my favorite things about Mortal Kombat is that you get to use the environment, and he's the one that was like, "This is how I'm gonna use the environment," and that was that was the seal There's of the no deal. There's no bell towers in Mortal Kombat. There is no baby. That's yes, gonna be sweet, though. Oh my like, god! I, I, like, I, I definitely see I them the level. They could add that, the level yeah. of Italy, a f- uh, like Ferenz or something. Mine is add that glory, a glory, beautiful myth. It is. You know, it, I'm not saying it wasn't bad. It was a great that, answer, Mac. It really was. I'm just saying that I love that Tom used the environment because for me, that was one of my favorite things in Mortal Kombat that you could punch somebody and like, boom, you were in a hidden cavern. Uh, honestly, though, if if you took out the actual deaths at the end, both of those would make even more fantastic x-ray moves. True, yes. Especially, yeah, you're right. I mean, like, they're great. Like, um, you guys did so well. I'm so pleased with, with that no, on the fly I, I really question. think Cal got a vendetta because he really wants time to win. <laughs> no, that was, he definitely painted. I wasn't the only one who always had time, first of all. No, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he I definitely said, painted a better in your defense, it's like when, when you're going through and you like you, you did the air spin, I'm like, well, that was a missed opportunity. You should be blown to bits. And then you proceeded on to make him be blown into bits. I'm like, okay, there you go. I, I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, All well, right. So, congratulations, Tom. You are the Gamer Grudge champ for this evening. Not the official champion. I won. Which, yes. Which also means that you get to do our first outro, outro plug, right? The winner does. He yes, gets to yes. go first. Okay. Is that? Do we do that now? Are we done yes, with? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. Go ahead, Tom. All right. You can of course find me on Twitter at. Uh, you can all... 
on Channel Z reviews. Tommy, you're breaking up, buddy. Man, special. And oh no. Okay, so what Tom is probably saying right now is that you could find him on Z reviews on YouTube. Yeah. At Road Raider Three on um you uh, on uh, Twitter, they just Fine. did a Batman special on his uh YouTube channel at Z Reviews, like I just said. Um, and I think Are there's gonna be one more Cars and Popcorn coming up this Sunday, correct, Tom? If you can give a thumbs Am I up. Back? Oh, you're back. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. I'm back. Okay. I hope anyway, you're back. Anyway. Yes. Yes, there is. There is a season this Sunday. By season, I mean until next year. Uh, it's a mystery episode, so anyone who's ever done my trivia, because you're going to love it. It's a mystery guest, mystery episode, and it's not mediocre. Awesome. And Cal made sure to plug you and stuff, so what little bit we did miss, Cal got you covered. I I'll do it when we do the editing in the um, podcast, so don't worry. I'll fix it up for you, buddy. <laughs> awesome. Eric, you're up next. All right, hold on. Let me just do this real quick. So, you can find me <laughs> at Bunk Bunker on on, on Twitter. Uh, eventually, I'm gonna win one of these shows. This is probably my worst worst appearance thus far. Didn't get any points. So, uh, uh, on Sundays, uh, usually before, probably before Cars and Popcorn, you can catch my Young Justice recap show as we prepare for Young Young Justice Outsiders called Just Whelmed Noted. Uh, as we cover the the third and fourth episode coming up soon, uh, eventually my Nuzlocke series Bunklock is going to release the episode I recorded two weeks ago, and uh, I'll probably have some sort of other announcement uh, regarding that series as well. And yeah, probably going to be on Nache panel right immediately after this. So <laughs> awesome. Okay, Mac, you're up. You don't want me to go last? No. You're a contestant. Oh, okay. You're one of the losers, so you get to go now. Oh, I'm. Oh, I thought I was second. Uh, nah, nah. Um, I, I appreciate fighting. Um, listen. Um, I, you know, losing only makes you humbler, and it makes you get makes me better. So now for the championship, I am actually gonna go under a waterfall and shout and scream until I start my debating trial because I think I'm gonna have a tough task trying to as, as um you know the you know certain people, but you know. Uh, Cal, just playing, man. I I know you. I know he was his his answer was good. Tom, congratulations, you did a good job. I enjoy doing this. This is fun. I enjoy actually debating. Um, it was a tough task fighting against you, man. So I want to thank Nicole for uh judging this this show. It was a great show. Uh, I I have fun. I have fun. People, you don't know how fun it is to actually get to sit back and debate the show. It, not not only just the debate it's fun and this is why i like doing so um i appreciate y'all doing this for me and let me do the opportunity to debate and um also uh catch the top five show um we're gonna do that later on and we're gonna probably post it tomorrow um also um i do not have um i will probably won't post let's make it better tomorrow because i was sick sunday and um i probably will post that wednesday um i apologize for that but um Either way, um, catch us next week. Uh, catch me next tomorrow when we're going to do that. And, um, yeah, good time, people. Good times. All right, Cal, go ahead. Okay. So I'm Cal, the Human Cheat Code. You can find me on Twitter at Viren Jadeja Vu. Um, you can also find me hosting uh, 
Encrypted tomorrow with Tom and Justin. We're doing the uh, Area 51 episode, so check that out if you like paranormal stuff and cryptids, cryptozoology. A lot of these people are frequent callers on that show. Um, we also, on Thursday, we're doing a special, a two-part special for the Psych, the show Psych. If you're a fan of the show Psych, we came up with a show called Get Psyched, where the first part of the two-part special is going to be the top five episode where we have like top five moments, top five cameos, top five pop culture references. So that's going to be co-hosted along with um, Ashley and Joe Davis and Joe Chendengo. That's Thursday at 8 p.m. Um, on Friday, I'll probably be putting out a new Flashpoints episode. So that's going to be talking about the part three of the uh, Crisis on Earth X um, story arc that's happening this week on all the DC shows. Um, I'm going to have a gamer's chair out probably tomorrow um, with um, Scott. Jabaka Defense, because uh, we never had to hear his pitch from a few episodes, the horror, the horror episode. Um, I mean, we have a lot going on. Then <laughs> Right after this, we have the Odd Shape Thanksgiving special, so check that out on Odd Shape channel. Next Monday is a championship of Gamer Grudge, so please be there for that. Mac is fighting again against Kim and Tom. Um, and that's going to be around, I think, Mac. 7 o'clock or something, or 8 o'clock. I'm not sure. Probably 8 o'clock. We're doing a little later because I had jury duty. And, so and Cal is hosting. Oh, yes, so. I'm hosting, so... The, the, the harder duty of hosting next week. And um, I think that's it for now. I'm, also, I know I'm, do, I'm doing also, a lot. So. Go, also, go watch him play. Um, go watch him oh, play yeah. Skyrim. Yeah, Please watch go him. watch him. Go to my channel. I'm sure Mac will link it somewhere here. Um, I'm, I do the thing called Kingslang where I go to different games and I play them. Um, yeah. Right now, I'm doing Skyrim and I'm terrible at it because I've never played Skyrim before, yeah. but it's funny and people yell at me in the chat. So it's fun to do. But I'm good I at shooting people in the dick. So the that's fun. <laughs> I kill people by shooting them in the dick. That's my go-to move, and then I teabag them. Good I'm job. a female character, so that's even better. <laughs> All right, well, Lissa, do you have anything to plug? Um, honestly, no. I was just really grateful for being a part of this whole thing. You guys are awesome. Um, but actually, if you guys want to check me out, I am part of a gaming girl group on Twitch. Uh, you can just check me out, uh, Twinkle Eyes, at Twitch. And just awesome. have fun. Come watch us play games. Awesome. And you know what? Awesome. I want to... Go ahead. Oh, Go ahead. No, Mac, you want to talk over everybody. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, I mean, that's a different member. from any other time. You right. <laughs> I'm a special member of the Game Fit Game Gamer Grudge family, so I just wanted to say that. <laughs> yes, uh, she is going to be our stand-in uh, when one of us has to flex to either host or uh, you know be a different fact checker or grunge. Uh, then she's actually going to right. be on the show to fill our roles. Uh, while we do that, and perhaps maybe one time she'll come on and grunge, we'll just, we'll have to play it by ear. Can, can I just say, one of these days we need to have an all 90s episode where it is actually gamer grunge? It'd be great. <laughs> yes. Grudge. I'm sorry. My, my nose is stuffy. Grudge. Grunge. Gamer grudge. Anyways, my turn. Uh, so for those of you that don't know me, the internet knows me as at Rhapsody0607. You can find me on Twitch, on Twitter, and on any other social media underneath that tag. Not only that, but I do have a YouTube channel. It's called Rhapsody's Vlog, where I kind of talk about some real-world problems and my experience with them. That drops the third weekend of every month. So come check me out on there and uh, support me on Twitch. I'm trying to get more followers so I can stream a lot more, guys. It would be great. And I'm super excited to host. This was new for me. I had a good time. Uh, I want to thank all the guys for coming on. Eric, I know you're bummed that you didn't even get a point, but I'm proud of you for sticking in there. Tom, you did great. It's always a pleasure to listen to you debate. 
you know how to organize one and mac as always you bring that high energy which is just adding a little something extra to the show so uh thanks for making my first hosting a great time guys yeah no problem Welcome. Awesome. And I think we're going to go out. So thanks for watching, everybody. Tune in uh, next Monday for the championship. Woo! Gaming. And we'll see you. Night. Awesome. I'm still alive. Hello, people. This is Matt Poole, a.k.a. Tampa Bay Buff Fan. Thank you for listening to the show. If you like the show, please um, please like, subscribe, the podcast on um, iTunes. If we're on iTunes, Robert, we're going to be on iTunes and SoundCloud. So please subscribe to this. Also, if it's not a bother, also go subscribe to the um, Game Fixers channel. That's Game Fixers channel on YouTube. We do this show live. So this is actually the um, pre-recorded show that we already do live. So if you want to watch the show live, come join us. We would love to have you there. Also, if you would like to be on the show, go to GG Game Fixers. Talk, um, say, I would like to be on the show. And we'll get you on the show. We'd love to have anybody. This is a show for anybody and anybody, anybody, anywhere that wants to be on the show. We'll make a way to get you on the show. This is a show for the public. You, the people, not stars. You, the people, are the people that help create Grand Grudge. And we want you to be the public. So, come on. And well, is there anything else? Yeah, um, go subscribe to the other people that helped make the game fixers. That's Cal, Nicole, Joe Davis. Um, and um, go subscribe to their channels. We love help, they help us. We're gonna, they help me, so we're gonna help them. Subscribe to their channels, it's gonna be in the description below. Like I said, if you go find the game fixers, you're gonna find them. So, subscribe to their channels too. We want to help others. And like I said, don't forget, go subscribe to the high shape panel. They also help us a lot. So subscribe to them and go watch them. They're pretty cool. But, hmm, am I forgetting anything? Uh, no, I don't think. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, duh. Um, as I say every show, um, be, I ask you to be yourself. Keep playing video games. You know, be yourself. I said that twice. Crap. Oh, well. Anyway. Well, I'm just going to say it. Rudge on, people. Keep playing games. See ya.